feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Lovely Rita, meet a maid, nothing can come between us. When it gets dark, I tow your heart away. Breaking news. And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, some big news coming out. Hunter Biden has been indicted on nine tax-related charges. This is tied to the special counsel probe, and these are federal tax charges coming from California. It is a nine-count criminal indictment, including that he was writing off as business expenses, paying for an escort, uh, luxury items, living an extravagant life in a whole bunch of different ways, How does this affect Hunter Biden? How does this affect Joe Biden? And also, this comes as next week they are going to take a vote to potentially formalize the impeachment inquiry against the president of the United States. This is huge news tonight. And boy, the stakes are definitely getting higher for Hunter Biden, who already faces those charges tied to the gun charge when he should not have had a gun years ago in Delaware. And joining us now is the guy who broke the big scoop himself, the great investigative journalist and founder of Just the News, John Solomon. Uh, John, it is great to have you here on the show. And uh, I want to get your take about all of this, uh, John. First, fill us in on what all this means. Well, first off, uh, the Joe Biden made cracking down on tax cheating millionaires a centerpiece of his presidency. We all remember the 87,000 new IRS agents, the State of the Union address that time to crack down on millionaires who don't pay their taxes. Today, tonight, the Justice Department called the first son himself, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, a quintessential tax cheat who chose to underwrite his extravagant lifestyle with millions of dollars in foreign monies rather than pay his debts to Uncle Sam like all the rest of us. So this is not only a, an increased legal peril for Hunter Biden, it is a big pox on the house of Joe Biden because one of his hallmark promises to the American people is undercut by the behavior of his own family. And inside this indictment, while it lays out all sorts of extraordinary details about what that extravagant lifestyle was and how to what degree Hunter Biden might go to chat cheat on his taxes. They, at one point, they mentioned a $1,500 Venmo payment he made back in 2018, and it was for an exotic dancer at a strip club, but Hunter Biden tried to disguise it as artwork, even though the exotic dancer didn't sell any artwork to him, and then he deducted it improperly on his taxes. Um, that is the sort of detail, devastating detail from a political perspective that this indictment has. But let's keep in mind, This is also a really significant indictment about the truthfulness of President Joe Biden. Why? In this indictment, it confirms that that Hunter Biden got millions of dollars from China. Joe Biden told us there was no money from China to my family. We now have the federal government confirming that happened. He said time and again, my son is just a victim of a political witch hunt. He never did anything wrong. The government has now charged him with 12 counts, three felony gun charges, three tax felony charges, six misdemeanor tax charges. The uh, indictment also makes clear that there was something untoward about the Burisma Holdings Ukraine deal that Hunter Biden uh, engaged in. That's the very first story I broke that started the Biden scandal back in 2019 when I was at the Hill tonight. 
for the first time, federal prosecutors confirm what the IRS whistleblowers told us this summer and what I reported first in 2019. Hunter Biden failed to pay taxes on several hundred thousand dollars of money he got from that Ukrainian energy company called Burisma. So in 2019, when they were impeaching President Donald Trump for asking questions about Burisma, we now know there was a legitimate reason to ask questions. So this indictment not only is bad news for Hunter Biden, it really debunks a lot of the things that Joe Biden told the American people to try to win the presidency back in 2020. Walk us through the time frame, John Solomon, too, that these allegations stem, because remember, David Weiss, as you know all too well, let so many of those other tax charges lapse. So focus in, if you could, on the time when this happened and, and walk us through yeah. some of the items, too. Well, it's really interesting. The the uh, narrative of the indictment uh, makes clear that Hunter Biden began cheating on his taxes at least in 2014, the year he joined Burisma. But David Weiss couldn't bring charges on that first tax evasion, which, by the way, by the way, the IRS whistleblowers were ready to bring those charges. Why? Because David Weiss's office allowed the statute of limitations to expire last October 2022. Uh, that is one of the big things that the whistleblowers came uh, to bring to the American public's attention. But uh, he is charged for a four-year tax evasion scheme that work goes from 2016 to 2020. Four years. Uh, millions of dollars of income, $1.4 million in taxes evaded, according to this indictment. So the charges are in a shorter period, but the uh, narrative makes very clear that uh, Hunter Biden was doing this for a long time. Sometimes he just didn't bother to file tax return at all. Sometimes he filed a tax return but cheated on it by taking improper deductions or leaving income off the tax form. He is a poster child for what a lot of us uh, when we heard Joe Biden talking about, I'm going to crack down on tax cheats, well, Hunter Biden turns out to be the poster child of exactly what Joe Biden was talking about. Uh, there's so much detail in here. There'll be days of people talking about this and that. But I think at 30,000 feet, uh, first off, Hunter Biden is looking at some very serious hard time if he's convicted. 17 years in prison just on these charges. There's about a year or two more minimum that he might face on the gun charges. Uh, but Joe Biden now has to go back and face the reality that all the things he told the American people to get elected in 2020, they're not true. He got money from China. His family did. His son used his home as a place to uh, bring this money in and out that he evaded taxes on. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to report with the help of Senator Ron Johnson, uh, the top Republican on the uh, uh, permanent subcommittee on investigations in the Senate, that six uh, suspicious activity reports flagged Joe Biden's personal address for more than $12 million of suspicious financial transactions uh, for two potential crimes, crime of potential money laundering, the crime of potential human trafficking. That was in the detail of these secret bank reports that Congress has had a look at. But think about that. Wow. The man who's our president was previously our vice president. His home was being flagged by banks. Uh, saying, hey, we think money laundering and human trafficking is going on, $12 million of it, and Joe Biden's address is at the center of the financial transactions. And what were the times of that, by the way, uh, that you're talking about for tomorrow with $12 million is a lot of money? It is, yeah. 2016 to 2019 looks like the time frame. Uh, from what uh, Senator Ron Johnson told us, we'll hopefully get more detail over the next few weeks. But keep in mind, the law doesn't allow the specifics 
of these tax reports to be put out there. They would are these uh, money laundering reports to be put out there. If they were, we'd get a lot more detail. But we're uh, senators allowed to tell you the general gist of what they're in there. And this is the first time we do six uh, SARS directly mentioning Joe Biden's residence, $12 million of transactions, including in those hours, two specific areas of criminal concern, uh, money laundering and human trafficking. Uh, pretty tough stuff for a president trying to run for re-election in just a couple of months to have to answer to now. Now, let me ask you the $64 million question to that end. How much of this do you think is now the heat? Is there politics behind the heat coming on Joe Biden? Because... Obviously, the facts are the facts, but also bringing about the facts could be political. And they certainly uh, seem to realize that he is an embattled president. I mean, if you look at the polls, he's, you know, some of his approval ratings, John, as you know, all too well, John Solomon are like 28, 29 percent, some 30 percent. Is there is there now a sense, hey, go for it? Uh, Or is this or is what do you make of the timing of all this? Uh, the Joe Biden I've known over the years, I don't think he's going to just step aside because of this or anything else. I think he'll try to fight through it. He'll do like what he did the other day where he continued to insist. It's a lie to say I met with Hunter Biden's business partners, even though there are photos, there's sworn testimony. There are emails showing those meetings occurred. Uh, Joe Biden's going to continue, I think, to stick to the story he falsely imposed on the American people in 19 and 20. It'll be up for the American people to make a decision. Now, there are other big decisions waiting in the wings, right? We have uh, the Congress, the House could take a vote next week to formally um, approve uh, or formally uh, uh, authorize an impeachment inquiry. That's going to allow it to go to court to try to compel testimony from people like Hunter Biden, like Kevin Morris, uh, the man who gave him $5 million in loans uh, uh, as a Democratic donor and lawyer and Hollywood lawyer. Uh, by the way, all of that's in this uh, indictment. They mentioned Kevin Morrison confirmed that. They mentioned Burisma payments. They mentioned the China money. Um, this indictment is a really great narrative. It goes beyond what you need it maybe to prove this, uh, the uh, tax charges. It really informs the American people about what went on in the Biden family that Joe Biden once denied. But there's a lot of big choices in front of us. If I had to guess, Uh, The impeachment inquiry will continue to move forward. But at the end of the day, House Republicans will decide that the perfect jury for impeachment are the 2024 American electorate and leave it to the American electorate to decide if Joe Biden should stay in office or not. And John Salmon, where does it stand with the Hunter Biden testimony? Because you brought up, remember, he came out famously and said, oh, I want to do it publicly. And Comer and everybody said, no, you know, uh, the rules are the rules. We want to grill you privately first. A lot of people don't understand why that's important. Obviously, you can get information, you can get details, and then you're fully prepared when you go out public. And it's not him doing a show, you know, then you have some substance to go out there. But where does it stand with um, the testimony now? And how do you think this huge indictment tonight changes things? Well, one of the things that's going to be clear is that a lot of the issues that Congress would like to talk about are now inculcated, implicated in these indictments. And it could very well give Hunter Biden the ability to say, I'm going to plead the fifth because I'm facing hard time in prison and I don't want to say anything in Congress that can be used against me in the court of uh, public opinion or in the court of law. And so uh, I don't think Hunter Biden was ever going to testify. I think uh, the Hunter Biden team knew that they could make this offer because the Congress had made clear every witness is going to come to the exact same um, uh, way of doing things. We're going to do private interviews and then we'll decide who should testify in public. That's done for a very specific reason. Uh, uh, and that is so that witnesses don't learn what other people are saying and try to conform their stories. You do these private 
uh, interviews so that no witness tries to taint the other person's storylines, and, and that's why they're done. They're done for a good reason. Hunter Biden wanted to skip over that, be treated differently, uh, be tra- treated with a little different privilege. And James Cameron, uh, Jim Jordan said, uh, not on our watch. You're going to do it like everybody else. I think the chance of him testifying next week is pretty small. Now, give us a sense of the time frame with these uh, big whopper of charges, uh, these nine criminal counts. Again, he could face 17 years. It's very serious stuff. So walk us through the time frame, how this would normally go, John Solomon. Yeah, a case like this typically gets through the court system within 18 months. It could get done in a year if uh, both sides don't have any appellate issues. Uh, I think you're going to see the Hunter Biden legal team try to suggest David Weiss was never going to bring these charges if it weren't for the IRS or He got jawboned into this politically. I don't think the courts are going to buy that argument, but I think Hunter Biden's team is likely to make that argument. Uh, what's really interesting about this indictment uh, is that, remember all the attacks that came on those two IRS whistleblowers, Gary Shapley and uh, Joseph Ziegler. Oh, they're political. They're not telling the truth. They're lying. They made this up. Uh, everything in this indictment matches identical to what Gary Shapley and Joe Ziegler told Congress. And by the way, this indictment matches very closely, almost to the word, of what those two agents originally wanted to do in 2022, but they got turned down and rejected by the federal prosecutors starting in Washington, D.C. and Los Angeles. And then, of course, the woman in uh, Delaware named Leslie Wolf also was uncomfortable with some of this. Uh, So uh, I think it's pretty clear. One other side note to this is the IRS whistleblowers did change the course of history. Hunter Biden was going to get a sweetheart plea deal until they came forward. Now Hunter Biden is feeling the full weight of the tax code, as most any other defendant most likely would have. He doesn't get that special treatment as a result of those IRS whistleblowers. And by the way, uh, just coming in, this is a statement from Abby Lowell, the attorney for Hunter Biden, who says if Hunter's last name was anything other than Biden, the charges in Delaware and now in California would not have been brought. So you can see that's where they're going. Um, Before I let you go, John, really quick, the irony of it all, the other charges are the gun charges in Delaware. And that's the one thing that Joe Biden is also pushing with gun charges. You know, I mean, you can't. um, John, you are amazing. Thank you for joining us tonight on this big breaking news night with this big scoop that you had. Thank you, John Solomon. Great to be with you, Rita. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. John Solomon with Just the News. I think uh, the great, great investigative journalist out there. When we come back, everybody, we're going to take your calls. How bad does this look? Not just for Hunter Biden, but for Joe Biden himself. And what do you make of the timing of these charges? Do you think it's politically motivated, as we know that Hunter Biden is trying to say through his attorney? Or is this a long time coming? And is this a squeeze play also on Joe as they are about to launch a formal impeachment inquiry, at least have a vote on it next week? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. The Rita Cosby Show. It's The Rita Cosby Show.
So Hunter Biden and lots of hot water. You are just hearing the news as it's breaking. Nine criminal counts against Hunter Biden related to his taxes. And uh, you just heard from the great journalist John Solomon, who broke the story. It doesn't escape me that his father, again, has been trying to crack down on tax cheats, uh, talking about hiring those 87,000 IRS agents. And then also Joe Biden, the president, has also been trying to crack down on gun owners who have the gun illegally. And those are the two charges that now his beloved son is facing. And had the other charges not elapsed years ago, he could potentially have been facing more. What do you make of the timing of this? And what does it mean for Joe Biden? First off, here is Joe Biden uh, this week, because he was asked, hey, what do you make of just all these allegations that clearly there were interactions, according to investigators on the GOP side, They say they have emails that show that there were lots of conversations with Joe Biden under the pseudonym name and Hunter Biden's business partners. Joe's always said, no, I know nothing about business. My family hasn't done anything with China. And he denied everything. Take a listen. Can you explain to the Americans, uh, to Americans admit this impeachment inquiry, why you interacted with so many of your son and brother's foreign business associates? I'm not going to comment. I did not. And it's just a bunch of lies. You didn't interact with many of their lies. business associates? I did not. They're what? lies. Just like he said Russian disinformation about the laptop. Remember that in the debate? And he knew at that point uh, that he had orchestrated the letter to try to defuse it. Oh, this letter suddenly came out of nowhere. Uh, I don't trust anything he's saying. I hate to say it. He doesn't seem like he has been genuine with the American public. And then when a reporter tried to ask him a little bit more, he did the dodge and the weave. Would you be running for president if Trump wasn't running? I, I expect so, but look, he is running and I just, I have to run. Would you drop out of Trump No, not now. No, I just can't talk about it. But they're all lives, believe me. All those like fake uh, emails, all those other things, they're just lies. And now tonight, his son is facing nine criminal charges related to taxes and big money, too. And you just heard from John Solomon. It sounds like a whopper is about to drop tomorrow with suspicious activity reports. Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, which I love doing every night here on the Rita Cosby Show, a powerful story coming from Lincoln, Nebraska, where a house fire early last week left two dogs dead and one man in very serious condition. But the incident could have been worse had it not been for the swift action of two Nebraska State Patrol officers. Officer Steve Kreps, he was on patrol about 340 in the morning when he suddenly noticed heavy smoke coming from a house. He immediately took action by trying to contact anybody who might be in the home but didn't get a response. Then another state trooper, Ben Wynn, came by and he was patrolling in the area. He joined the other officers 
and the two managed to break down the door to get inside before fire and rescue personnel arrived later on the scene. Ben Wynn said, when I got there, the smoke was pouring out of the house everywhere that it possibly could. We couldn't breathe. We couldn't see anything. Once inside of the house, Officer Krebs said that there was only a couple of feet of visibility in the thick smoke at best. And the two officers crawled on their hands and knees throughout the house. Eventually, they located a man who was unconscious and a dog by the kitchen stove, and they were able to pull both out of the house. I would think it was definitely a man's best friend doing what he could, Krebs said of the dog. He knew that the man was in dire, dire trouble. Wow. Firefighters arrived and provided medical treatment to the man who was taken to a local hospital with burns all over his lower body. And he also sustained smoke inhalation, as you can imagine. And he is said to be in critical condition at this hour. Fire investigators said it appeared as though the fire started because of unattended cooking, and the man was able to put out the fire before falling unconscious. However, uh, the smoke certainly uh, billowed through the house. It caused almost $200,000 worth of damage and obviously uh, the loss of his beautiful, beautiful dogs. Thank goodness, however, he survived and he is right now uh, fighting for his life, but is said to be going to be able to make it with the help of a lot of family and friends. By the way, uh, Officer Nguyen was asked, boy, what heroes crawling through that house? He said, I wouldn't say it's heroic. We do wear a uniform and a gun and a badge, but that doesn't make us heroes any different than anyone else. Wow, wow, wow. I would say you actually are uh, different because you are courageous and brave, and we are so thankful for our men and women in blue. Well, uh, speaking of men and women in blue uh, and law enforcement, Hunter Biden, the president's son, has had the book thrown at him tonight. Big news, as there have now been nine criminal counts stemming from tax charges based in California, most of these in later years because the prosecutor, the same one that's looking at it now, well, he had let those charges elapse, earlier ones that happened in Delaware. But now he has looked at these ones, and it is focused on at least $1.4 million in taxes that Hunter owed Not that he earned, but that he owed. So he clearly was making a lot of money. And this is just what they know of between 2016 and 2019, a period where he has acknowledged that he was definitely on drugs and a whole bunch more. But in many cases, they say that he was expensing things like porn, like going to prostitutes, like doing all these other things. You can't make it up and saying they're business expenses. That's interesting business. That's the oldest business in the world. That's the oldest profession. Maybe that's what he meant. But boy, this is going to get messy because anybody who thinks that this doesn't somehow affect Joe Biden, uh, your head's in a cloud because Joe Biden has said that Hunter is the smartest guy he knows. And when there was word about these other charges, the gun charges in Delaware, well, back in May, This is what the president said then about his son. Take a listen. Sir, there is something personal that's affecting you. Your son, while there's no ties to you, 
could be charged by your Department of Justice. How will that impact your presidency? First of all, my son's done nothing wrong. I trust him. I have faith in him. And it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. He's got to be awfully proud of him tonight uh, because now it sounds like he expensed hookers. And yeah, let's just forget about that. And the irony again Here is a president who has made cracking down on those who evaded taxes that were making a lot of money. And for sure, Hunter Biden was making a heck of a lot of money, according to the bank accounts. Some of them also from many rogue individuals like China, also Ukraine, all of these kind of rogue countries, which is awfully suspicious. Of course, that's what Congress is looking at is what happened with the money when it went to Joe Biden or it went to another family member. You know, we earlier this week, we talked with Andy McCarthy, and he is a former assistant U.S. attorney. And Andy stressed, to prove that someone has been influenced by funds, it doesn't have to be directly to Joe Biden. It's not like you have to say, hey, Dad, here's the million dollars, and in return, I want you to do X. It could be Hunter receiving a million dollars. And now we're hearing it's millions upon millions of dollars. And that could influence somebody's decision. And it certainly looks interesting that there's all these now tax charges. It'll be fascinating to see what Joe Biden says next time he is faced with reporters. He doesn't put himself out there. He doesn't make a lot of access to reporters. So the next time he goes in front of a reporter, boy, oh boy, it will be interesting to see what he says about this one. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Michael in Dallas. Uh, Line three, Michael, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. First, excuse my voice. It's allergy season in North Texas. (laughs) Well, I'm jealous because it's cold as heck in New York. So I would take allergies in beautiful Texas and freezing New York right now. (laughs) But the wind wind was blowing it all around at 68 degrees today. A couple of thoughts. Um, and I've got a couple of point of views. One, I'm no fan of Joe Biden. Number two, I think the DOJ was very much pressured into Hunter uh, because they're having to circle their own ranks to, to protect themselves. But I also think that not only Hunter is going to go under the bus, but I think maybe I think too much. But I think that this is a way for them to alleviate their situation with joe biden unfortunately i had three very close family members go through cognitive difficulties alzheimer's and in my own opinion not medically a doctor it's obvious that the president has challenges but they go through a phase rita and usually they get short and cranky and then uh, after that it's very common for them to lie like a child no i didn't i didn't do that why would you say that he may, be, he may believe his own lies. It may be his own truth in his own head. How dangerous and sad is that for our nation? That's really sad. And you're talking about the president, obviously. And, and yeah. you know what? He has yeah. gotten cranky and he's gotten, yeah. um, just like you said, like he's gotten very snippy and very kind of defiant and very like this kind of like nasty edge that we've seen him kind of go off on reporters and do a series of these things that, just like you said, it really kind of fits um, with with what you're talking about. And you're right. He might think in his own mind, um, you know, maybe he doesn't remember. Uh, but that's even more my, troubling if that's the case, Michael. My father, who was the most upstanding individual and a military hero, he 
he, he was worse, but it was, I'm watching these phases again, and it's just so sad. And it's not that you like or dislike. It is what it is. But I think that this is going to be used to clear the way for whatever the DOJ and the Democratic Party is conniving. How, how ironic was the timing of this indictment tonight? Yeah, that, well, that's what that's exactly. You know what? That's why I keep reading. Like, why now, um, when obviously uh, David Weiss passed on charges, he let those other ones elapse. There was a statute of limitations on the earlier charges in Delaware, and there's some pretty serious stuff back then. And he let those elapse. And it wasn't until, remember these two IRS whistleblowers, Michael, that came yeah. out. It was like, surprise, surprise. And uh, credible people that were on, you know, that were long time, one of the senior case guys and the guy who worked for him. And they didn't seem like they had an axe to grind. They just had uh, wanted justice. And so when they came out, it absolutely turned everything. And suddenly the heat was on. Suddenly it was like, oh, wow. Remember the sweetheart deal? He was about to accept that yeah. sweetheart well, deal. And then and then the judge is like, wait, 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 wait. Well, what's going on here? Uh, but they I were ready to pull the wool out of everybody. I think we're going to see two pardons, both of them Bidens. Ah, very interesting. Very interesting. Michael, thank you so much. I hope you feel better there in beautiful Dallas, too. Thank you so much. Let's go to E. Frank, line two. What do you think, E. Frank, of the timing of all this? Yeah, I actually believe that this uh, is uh, a bad timing. I think that uh, they were waiting for many things to come out in the open uh, with uh, President Biden in regards to his campaign and other issues. And I got to tell you, I actually know... Uh, Hunter Biden's uh, uh, cousins, personally. Oh, interesting. A, okay. Uh, just because I voted for them uh, doesn't mean that I support them. But I noticed that there's a pattern here. Uh, they have said that uh, they, that Biden has weaponized the, the Department of Justice. He has uh, beefed up his Secret Service. He only believes in people that are within his circles. I hear many stories. But I also understand that Hunter Biden is uh, a man who has problems. Uh, and basically, this timing was, was synchronized towards them. It's now hurting them. And, you know, I, I said to your call screener that why condemn Hunter Biden? If the whole family is corrupt, maybe they should investigate all the issues before they make a, a rash judgment. Because uh, But the wait IRS a minute, wait a minute. What do you mean by a rash judgment? If anything, this is like a delayed justice. You know what I mean? I mean, what rash judgment? This guy has had all, even by his own accounts, he's had all these problems. You know, it's not like, I mean, it, it, I would actually say the opposite. They've given him a pass for all these years. I do wonder, E. Frank, why it's happening now, because these these allegations go back again a number of years, and it seems like something that they could have easily have gotten the information from. In fact, this is like what the whistleblowers were talking about. They were also talking about charges that were earlier that this same investigator, the same, you know, David Weiss, who's now the special counsel, but U.S. attorney, exact same guy who let him lapse on the more serious ones before that were kind of tied to foreign lobbying and all this other stuff. 
And tonight, I'm not seeing foreign lobbying in here. I'm looking at the news as, as you guys are hearing it. The new charges, three felonies, six misdemeanors. They look like, again, uh, misuse on the taxes, but that's not a FARA. And that FARA could be much even more serious. That's a Foreign uh, Influence Act. Um, but but you seem to think, what, you seem to think that it's been tougher? Is, uh, where are you going with this, E. Frank? Yeah, well, I'll be straightforward with you. Yeah, please. Uh, I'm not a supporter of everything that Biden does and Biden says. I've seen his decisions in the Oval Office for three consecutive years. You can't really trust the guy too much. He might flip-flop on you and uh, make friends with someone else. But I would just like to say that uh, I'm a compassionate person. I'm Catholic like President Biden. I don't want to sound like a fool, but I think that... You, you should have compassion for individuals that might not know what they're doing or what they're up against. Are you talking, about, are you talking about Hunter or Joe now? Because I think both of them I'm are out. I'm talking about Hunter in part. Yeah, and listen, I feel sorry for anybody who has drug addictions and all this stuff. Uh, but then it's a whole other issue when you're getting into the gun charge. Obviously, that was serious. That gun was found uh, in a dumpster right near a school. That's not good. Um, and then these things are, you know, it's not right to say, hey, um, you know, it's a business expense uh, when you're going to see a, a a French maid who is Russian and a Russian spy. I'm saying French maid dressing like a French maid. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen the promos for those movies. I haven't watched them. But my point is, E. Frank, don't you think it's a little fishy? Come on. I mean, I mean, when you look at all these things and you look at all the money coming in, what you think everything's above board? No, no, absolutely not. I heard Rudy Giuliani. Uh, you know, Rudy uh, is a, a stern man. He he, he's a, he was a tough federal prosecutor. He actually knows that they, they're, they're lying. But on my end, I would just like to say that uh, I, I understand that people who lie, like uh, they uh, assume that Hunter and Joe Biden are, are liars, uh, have a tendency to, you know, uh, scoot out of situations like that and hurt others. But I have compassion to a certain point. And yeah, I hope, I, Rita, you understand. Yeah, I don't know, no, no. By the way, and, and listen, I feel sorry for anybody who deals with drug addiction. Um, I think any of those things and, and him overcoming it, I'm happy he did. Uh, it's, a, it's an important thing, and I think that that's courageous, anybody who can. But I think someone, you know, who leaves a gun by a school um, and then all these things. I mean, you're looking at all these monies and all these things. It's it's it does not look good. You got to admit it does not look good. And he didn't, you know, for him to now say cry me a river tonight that as if um, it's only because his last name's Hunter. If his name wasn't Hunter, he would have been charged years ago. They wouldn't have evaded those, you know, the first slew of charges. There's no way, Frank. Um, But but I will give him credit for overcoming addiction and and I'm glad he's better, if indeed he is. Uh, you know, I don't know what to make of the Bidens, because uh, they seem to say one thing and do another quite a bit of times. Uh, but, E. Frank, you got to call back again. I appreciate your perspective a lot. 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. This is the Rita Cosby Show.
And coming up on the Rita Cosby Show, we will continue with this big breaking news that Hunter Biden has now been indicted on nine tax-related charges tied to the special counsel probe coming out of Los Angeles. Also, Jamal Bowman on the Democratic side gets censured. He becomes the 28th member of Congress to be censured. And a lot of people are saying, that's it? That's the guy who pulled, remember, the fire alarm trying to hold up the vote. And he says, oh, no, 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 I didn't do it. Well, they had him on videotape. And he ended up pleading guilty to a misdemeanor. And a lot of people are saying, boy, is there a different standard? George Santos is gone. He never was convicted of a crime. Obviously, a lot of allegations. But... What about Jamal Bowman? What about Bob Menendez? Are Democrats getting a slap on the wrist other than Hunter Biden tonight? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Jan. Line three, Jan, your thoughts. Hi. Um, I think this is all coming from Gavin Newsom. Oh, oh that's interesting because it's California. Is that why? Yes, and how many times has he gone to the White House and he was just on with um, Ron DeSantis? You know, he's acting like he's uh, running for president. Yeah, that's a very interesting point. You might be right, Jan. You know, you might be right. Um, And he clearly is waiting in the wings. I also think that this David Weiss, uh, like some of this stuff seems pretty clear because this is exactly what... These whistleblowers, those two guys, remember, who testified before Congress recently, this is a lot of what they were saying. And remember, you know, the president, oh, no, 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 no. But once they started investigating, they saw the facts there and they're like, well, it actually looks correct. And so I think that some of it is also he really he got busted. Remember, he was trying to to get rid of the charges from the earlier ones. He let them elapse. He was going to do the sweetheart deal. And now he's on the hot seat. His integrity's all on the hot seat. Uh, but you do wonder, was there pressure from, you know, other Democrats who are trying to squeeze Joe out uh, that now they're trying to say, hey, listen, we're going to expose your son. Uh, not creating something, but exposing what may have been there right in front of their faces all along. And now maybe the objective is to push out Joe and make room uh, for the California governor or somebody else. Uh, who knows? I, I wouldn't put anything past uh, if you look at the timing and everything else. Let's go to Jerry, line one. Jerry, what do you think? Is this uh, manipulated politically? Hey, Jerry, you there? Jerry, call us here. back. Yeah, go ahead, Jerry. Go ahead, Jerry. 100% this is in the context of Trump. They want to make sure they're playing, the Democrats are playing chess, as usual, and the Republicans are playing checkers. Look, this is all about Donald Trump putting him in jail, keeping him there and saying he's not above the law. Look what happens to Hunter Biden. Look what happened to Menendez. Trump has no arguments for appellate uh, appeal because they gut the idea that they're just persecuting him. So they make themselves look like it's a real prosecution. So Trump can be in jail and removed from the ballots. And that solves that problem. And Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis are never going to get 75 million votes. They'd be lucky if they get 60 million votes. Hillary Clinton or Michelle Obama, 
easily will roll over them, too. You, you know what I also thought about, Jerry? I also thought about Hunter was scheduled to maybe testify. I mean, he might have taken the fifth. But I think also John Solomon hit it on the head when he said, you know what, maybe he's going to say, now I can't say anything. There's a criminal investigation. It gives him cover.